Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Hi, and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. There's no other way to describe it. Today's list of new subscribers is another whopper. I just can't get over it. Having you all join the Coco Club is so very special. Your support means the world. It helps us all here at Sleep HQ to stay creative and energised, and it genuinely encourages us daily. Plus, it is really cool to see your dedications coming in. It means we know you're real. In fact, I've started a thing. I've decided to record these shout-out lists, and so now you can watch me read out your special shout-out on our YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. I started only a couple of days ago, and I'll continue as long as you continue to join up. So here goes. Thank you to Emma, Alex, Rosalind, Elliot, Chloe, Kai, Raiden, Poppy, Charlotte and Eleanor, Lenny Lou, Ella, Mira and Julian, and Inez Hilary Bastida. You're all brilliant. Thank you so much. And enjoy all your hours of ad-free listening that you've got coming. So let's now get on to tonight's story, where we're deep in Sleepy Forest, and we are getting ready to celebrate Labor Day with Peanut the Armadillo and his friends. Have you heard of Labor Day before? Well, it's a special day celebrated in many countries around the world where everyone who works hard gets the day off to spend with their friends and family, or on their own if they prefer. The point is, it's a day off to rest. Such an important pastime. This year for Labor Day, Peanut and his friends have chosen to throw a party to celebrate the day. There are a few finishing touches left to do, so Peanut sets out on a mission and manages to create quite a stir on the way. This is Peanut the Armadillo's Labour Day Party by Alicia Ainsley. It had been quite a while since Peanut the jet-setting armadillo had taken a vacation. Recently, he had caught the travel bug, thanks to his exciting vacations to Costa Rica and Scotland, and he spent most of his time daydreaming about the places he would visit next. All the other armadillos in Sleepy Forest enjoyed it when Peanut went away on holiday too, because he always came back with lots of recommendations of where to go and what to do that they had then used as inspiration for their upcoming holidays. As the guardians of Sleepy Forest, the armadillos worked harder than most other creatures. They barely ever took a day off and dedicated their lives to watching over the forest and everyone in it. But there was one day of the year that the Sleepy Forest armadillos always honoured, and that was Labour Day. 
Labour Day was held on the first Monday of every September and was dedicated to those who work hard all year long. On Labour Day, the armadillos had a rule that none of them could work. Instead, they would relax and take the day off. This year, for Labour Day, the armadillos had decided to throw a small party. Often they kept to themselves on Labour Day and slept all day long, catching up on their 40 winks. But this year, they wanted to celebrate in style. The armadillos put together a committee tasked with arranging the event, which Peanut the armadillo was a part of. They decided that they would have a big potluck meal where everybody brought a plate of food for the table and they would hire the treetop kids to perform music at the party. There would be a few games that the armadillos could play if they chose to, like Jenga and Connect Four. And there would be craft tables too, in case anyone wanted some quiet, creative time. The main purpose of the party was for everyone to relax and spend some time together outside of work. It was going to be a lovely, special Labour Day. The day before Labour Day, Peanut the armadillo set out to collect the last few things that he had been assigned to get for the party. He needed to buy some frosted cupcakes from Betty Badger's bakery and choose the types of lights they wanted to set up as decorations. He also needed to check that all the armadillos had received their invitations in the pigeon post so that everybody knew what time the party started tomorrow. First of all, Peanut made his way through Sleepy Forest to Betty Badger's bakery. Peanut had been buying sweet treats, bread and pastries from her for years. It was the best bakery around. He had pre-ordered two dozen frosted cupcakes for the party and needed to collect them before she closed up shop for the day. Peanut arrived at Betty Badger's bakery just after midday and the scent of freshly baked bread greeted him on arrival. There was a queue of hungry customers snaking out the bakery door and Peanut admired the baked goods on display in the window. He licked his lips as his eyes fell across the croissants, custard tarts, bagels and doughnuts on display. Peanut's tummy started to grumble and he debated grabbing a treat to go. He eventually reached the front of the queue and Betty Badger greeted him with a grin. Good day, Peanut, she smiled. Have you come to collect your cupcakes? Peanut nodded his little head and Betty Badger disappeared into the back room where the kitchen was. She re-emerged with two dozen frosted cupcakes in a cardboard box. Here you go, she said proudly, placing the box carefully on the counter. Would you like anything else while you're here? It's on the house. Peanut's tummy let out a gurgle of delight and they both giggled. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes, Betty Badger chortled. What would you like? Peanut browsed the selection of baked goods on offer and picked out a delicious-looking cinnamon roll. 
Betty Badger picked it out with a pair of tongs and placed it in a paper bag, handing it over to Peanut with a wink. Enjoy, she whispered. Peanut liked Betty Badger. She was always so friendly to everyone who came into her bakery and treated her regular customers well. Her bakery was open every day of the year, except for Christmas, and she always had customers coming through her door. Betty Badger worked very hard all year long, just like Peanut and his armadillo friends did. Just as Peanut was about to leave with his cinnamon roll and the box of cupcakes, he paused. Betty, he said, turning back. What are you doing tomorrow? Betty Badger shrugged her shoulders and replied, I'll be here, like always. Peanut frowned. Did Betty not take Labor Day off work as well as Christmas? He asked her, Do you know what Labor Day is? Betty admitted that she had heard of it, but she had never taken the day off. Her customers would miss her if she closed the bakery doors for the day. Peanut was sure that her customers wouldn't mind Betty taking a day off for herself to rest once in a while. Especially on Labor Day, the day when creatures who work hard are supposed to take the day off to wind down. Peanut decided to invite Betty to the Armadillo's Labor Day party. She deserved a day off, just like them, and he was sure that she would love the music and games they had planned. Betty was grateful for the invitation, and she said that she would think about it. She hadn't ever taken the day off for Labor Day before, but maybe this year could be the start of a new tradition. Peanut thanked Betty Badger for the cupcakes and the free cinnamon roll and said that he hoped to see her at the party tomorrow. Then he went on his way to complete his next errand. Next, Peanut had to go see Margie the Malabar Squirrel about the lighting for the party. Margie lived in a beautiful treehouse in the middle of Sleepy Forest and he was known for being an expert in lighting design. Peanut had enlisted Margie to help decorate the trees around the party grounds tomorrow, but he still had to pick what type of lights he wanted. Peanut gobbled up his cinnamon roll on the way and licked his fingers clean. He didn't want a single morsel to go to waste. He couldn't wait to tuck into the cupcakes tomorrow. Reaching the base of the tree Margie lived in, Peanut called up. Margie, it's me, Peanut. I'm here to look at the lights. A multicoloured, furry face suddenly peeked out of the treehouse window and Peanut spotted Margie. I'll be right down, Margie called back, disappearing inside. Peanut placed the box of cupcakes on the ground and rested at the bottom of the tree. A few seconds later, Margie climbed down the tree and landed by Peanut's side, holding up two different strings of light. Okay, I've got two options for you, Margie said excitedly. You can either go with the fairy lights that glow different colours, or 
the lantern lights that come in either silver or gold. Unless you just want candles. I can do candles instead if you prefer. Peanut inspected the two types of string lights and opted for the fairy lights that changed colours. Multicoloured lights sounded much more festive for a daytime party. Margie smiled and said, An excellent choice. I will set them up first thing in the morning. Peanut thanked Margie for his help and admired his multicoloured fur. His body and face were covered in varying splurges of red, orange, yellow, black and purple fur. He was the most vibrant squirrel Peanut had ever seen. Peanut wondered if the lights would be as colourful as Margie himself. Margie asked Peanut to remind him what time the party started so that he could ensure the lights were all set up in time and Peanut told him two o'clock. Margie clapped his hands together and rubbed them, declaring he had better get to work then. He scurried back up to his treehouse to get the lights ready for tomorrow. Peanut picked back up the box of cupcakes and looked up at the treetop to see Margie bundling up wires and wires of string lights. There must have been thousands of them. Peanut thought to himself, what a hard job it must be untangling and putting up lights all the time. Margie worked hard, just like the armadillos did. Then Peanut thought Margie should stay to enjoy the party after he had finished putting up the lights tomorrow. He would deserve some fun after working all morning. Peanut called up to Margie. Hey, Margie, you should stay for the party tomorrow after you've put up the lights. Margie was flattered and called back down. Are you sure? I don't want to crash your party. Peanut replied, yes, I'm sure. You can bring a friend too, if you want. Margie smiled and answered, okay, I will stay for the party tomorrow. Thanks, Peanut. I know just who to invite too. Peanut waved goodbye to Margie and headed off through the forest. He had one last thing to do before the party. Clover, the armadillo, had been in charge of sending out all the invitations to their armadillo friends for the Labor Day party, and she had sent them by pigeon post two weeks earlier. She didn't have time to visit the post office today to check for any last-minute RSVPs, so Peanut offered to pop by the post office on his way home. He walked up to the post office door and stepped into the shop. There were shelves and shelves of mail, precisely organised into alphabetical order behind the front desk where a pigeon sat, stamping letters. Peanut recognised her immediately. Hello, Pippa. Do you have any post for me? He greeted the pigeon warmly. Pippa the pigeon looked up from her desk and responded, Good afternoon, Peanut. Yes, I have a couple of RSVPs for you right here. 
She turned around and picked a few pieces of mail off the shelf with her wing and passed them to Peanut. He had a quick flick through and saw that his friends Jammo and Peppy had finally RSVP'd that they would be coming to the Labour Day party. Perfect, he thought. Those were the last responses we were waiting on. He thanked Pippa the Pigeon and turned to go when another familiar face walked through the post office door. It was Lana the bear. She looked a little dishevelled and said, Hello, with a breathy tone, as if she was out of breath. Peanut asked her with concern, Are you all right, Lana? Lana smiled and batted her paw in the air flippantly, before replying, Oh, don't worry about me. I've just been rushing around all day. I have so many people needing my help to get to sleep at the moment that I barely have had time to think. So many people need my lullaby right now. I've had to rush here to post a letter in between clients today. It's all go for me right now. Pippa the pigeon listened and suggested, You need to take a break, Lana. But Lana said she would be fine and passed her letter over the desk. Peanut was starting to think that there were a lot of creatures in Sleepy Forest who deserved to take the day off and celebrate Labor Day too. There were lots of creatures who worked hard every day in many different ways and they deserved an opportunity to let loose, relax, and congratulate themselves on their hard work and determination. Peanut had an idea. He turned back to Pippa the Pigeon and asked, Do you have a photocopier? She cooed. Why, yes, of course we do. Peanut grinned and asked Pippa the Pigeon to make lots of photocopies of the invitation to their Labor Day party. He requested that the invitations be delivered to as many creatures in Sleepy Forest as possible. Hopefully, despite how short notice it was, some creatures would be able to join them for the Labor Day celebrations. Peanut turned to Lana the Bear and added, You are very welcome to come to our Labor Day party tomorrow too, Lana. It sounds like you work really hard and you deserve a day off to reflect on all the amazing work you do for others. Lana sighed gratefully and thanked him for his offer. It sounded like a lovely idea and she would move some clients around tomorrow to be there. Pippa the Pigeon did as Peanut asked and printed out dozens of photocopies of the invitations for the party. Then she placed them in a delivery bag, ready to be sent out on the next shift. Peanut thanked Pippa for her help and turned to go, before adding on his way out, You are invited to the party too, by the way. You work very hard delivering the post, so you definitely need a day off to join us. Pippa the pigeon cooed with delight, and Peanut waved goodbye. He waddled off through the forest with the cupcakes in his little arms. 
he hoped that he had got enough cupcakes for all the guests that would be arriving at the party tomorrow. That evening, the armadillos finished up their work for the day and wished each other farewell as they drifted off to bed. They all eagerly awaited the party the next day with no idea what was in store. The armadillos slept for a lovely 16 hours that night. When they awoke on Labor Day, they were fully rested and ready to party, for a few hours at least. Then they would disappear back off to sleep again to rest and recuperate like they deserved. The armadillos all dressed up their shells for the party, and some even smudged glitter across their faces. They were all so looking forward to their party, and one by one, the party committee arrived on site to help set up and add the finishing touches. Each armadillo brought a different dish or plate of food and placed it on the buffet table. They would all dig in later. Peanut laid out the frosted cupcakes he had bought from Betty Badger's bakery and made sure that all the jugs of juice were filled to the brim. Margie the Malabar Squirrel had arrived early to make sure that all the lights were working properly and the forest looked perfectly festive as the lights twinkled from the trees. Meanwhile, the four treetop kids set up their musical instruments on the stage and started warming up their voices, ready to perform. The scene was set, and the party committee applauded each other on a job well done. Now, all they had to do was wait for the rest of their armadillo guests to arrive. Peanut's friend, Scout, turned to Margie the Malabar Squirrel and thanked him for doing such a good job with the lights. It looks fantastic, he gushed, and Margie blushed humbly. I hope you all stay for a cupcake and a drink, he added. Margie said that of course he would be staying. In fact, his friends Bertie and Bobby would be coming to join too shortly. They couldn't wait. Scout the armadillo smiled politely. He supposed that there was no problem with Margie inviting a couple of friends since he had helped with the decorations. However, it soon became clear that more than just Margie, Bertie and Bobby would be attending the armadillo's party. One by one, creatures from all over Sleepy Forest started turning up ready to party. The armadillo's small shindig for Labor Day had turned into a big one. What is going on? An armadillo called Peppy cried, looking around at all the unfamiliar faces at the party. This party was supposed to be just for us, Scout said as he watched a pigeon help itself to the food on the table and dunk a tortilla chip into the bowl of guacamole. Noticing his friend's confusion, Peanut told them, I invited them all. I asked the pigeon post to spread the word of our party to as many creatures as possible. It's quite the turnout at such short notice, don't you think?
The other armadillos looked surprised. Why had Peanut invited all these other creatures to their party? It was supposed to be just for them. But why does it have to be just for us? Peanut asked. There are lots of creatures here in Sleepy Forest that work just as hard as we do. They should get a chance to take the day off and celebrate too. And what better way to get to know the other creatures at the forest than at a party? The other armadillos looked around and started to soften as they saw how much fun all their guests were having. Everybody was mingling and chatting, and the treetop kids were having a great time performing for such an appreciative audience. Fenella the unicorn and Lana the bear hadn't left the dance floor since they'd arrived. The armadillo's Labor Day party was a hit. Now, they just had to enjoy it for themselves too. Scout turned to Peanut with a smile and said, You know what? You're right, Peanut. Labor Day is for everyone to enjoy. I'm glad you extended the invitation to more creatures. The armadillos got stuck in meeting lots of new sleepy forest neighbours and catching up with those they hadn't seen in a while. Their Labour Day party was a great success and everyone had a wonderful time. As the afternoon went on and the party came to its close, the creatures of Sleepy Forest thanked the armadillos for being such tremendous hosts. I really needed this, Betty Badger admitted, shaking Scout the armadillo's hand as she said goodbye. I haven't taken a proper day off in years. I need to remember to do it more often. Scout smiled and thanked Betty for coming. He was delighted that she had enjoyed the party and made the most of Labour Day. Pippa from the pigeon post office flew over to Peanut and hooted. Thanks a bunch for inviting us, Peanut. I'm so glad I took a break today to come to the party. I've made lots of new friends, and those cupcakes were delicious. Peanut hugged his new friend goodbye, and she flew off home. Eventually, there were only the armadillos of Sleepy Forest left. They gazed at each other appreciatively. They were proud to have extended their Labor Day party to everyone who deserved a day of celebration. As they glanced around at all the decorations and leftover food that needed clearing up, they yawned and collectively decided that they would clean up tomorrow. Peanut and his friends retreated back to their burrows, completely partied out and in serious need of a long 16-hour nap. It would be back to work tomorrow for them, but for now they had a long luxurious sleep ahead of them.